Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Rome, Monticello. This is Sunday, November the 19th, 2023. This service was recorded on November the 12th, the 24th Sunday after Pentecost. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. The lecture is Teresa Streeper Anton. Thank you to Paul and Linda Siebels for sponsoring this week's broadcast in honor of Devin's 40th birthday and Darren's birthday. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome to this 24th Sunday after Pentecost. I invite the congregation to please rise and I invite our service continues on page 94 in the front of your hymnal with confession and forgiveness. We begin our service in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us sing our gathering song, O God, our help in ages past. We'll be singing stanzas 1, 2, and 4. That's 632. of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. We continue with our Kyrie found on page 138 in the front of your hymnal. 
In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to God's people on earth. On this 24th Sunday after Pentecost, let us pray the prayer of the day that you'll find in your bulletin insert. Will you join with me? O God of justice and love, you illumine our way through life with words of your Son. Give us light we need and awaken us to the needs of others through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. We receive a special gift of music.
I invite Teresa forward to the lectern as we hear God's holy word for God's holy people. The first reading is from the book of Amos, chapter 5, verses 18 through 24, with the following preface. In the days of Amos, people thought that the day of the Lord would be a time of great victory, but Amos announced that it would be a day of darkness, not light. He said liturgy is no substitute for obedience. The Lord demands justice and righteousness in the community. Here is the reading. Alas for you who desire the day of the Lord. Why do you want the day of the Lord? It is darkness, not light. As if someone fled from a lion and was met by a bear. Or went into the house and rested a hand against the wall and was bitten by a snake. Is not the day of the Lord darkness, not light, and gloom with no brightness in it? I hate, I despise your festivals, and I take no delight in your solemn assemblies. Even though you offer me your burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. And the offerings of well-being of your fatted animals, I will not look upon. Take away from me the noise of your songs. I will not listen to the melody of your harps. But let justice roll down like waters, and righteousness like ever-flowing stream. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The second reading is from the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. The following preface. Some of the Thessalonians are worried that dead Christians will be excluded from the resurrection to eternal life when Christ comes again. Paul reassures them with the word of hope that all Christians, living or dead, will be raised into everlasting life with Christ. Here is the reading. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about those who have died so that you may not grieve as others who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have died. For this we declare to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will by no means precede those who have died. For the Lord himself with the cry of command, with the archangel's call, and with the sound of God's trumpet, will descend from heaven, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up in the clouds together, and with them to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, Encourage one another with these words. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I invite the congregation to please rise for the gospel acclamation. You'll find this on page 142 in the front of your hymnal. The Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 25th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. 
You may be seated for the reading of the Gospel. Jesus said to his disciples, Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flask of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish one said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the other bridesmaids came, also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. These words that I'm about to share do not come from me, but come through another who raced into my office this morning and said, the Lord, the Holy Spirit has put this on my heart and I feel it needs to be shared. Let me begin with these words. Aaron Thomas McAtee is our hero. As Monticello was awakening that Tuesday morning, it was starting like any other day. And activity was fierce. As people were rising and leaving their homes at 7 a.m. in the morning, children were rushed out to the bus stops so that they can make their way to Carpenter and to Sacred Heart schools just blocks away. An activity was beginning to take place. There was going to be a special worship that morning at Sacred Heart. Cars were filling in. Activity was taking place. Aaron Thomas McAtee is our hero. There was a shooter in the community who intended to shoot. And it was a random act of violence. And Aaron took that bullet or those bullets, we don't know. And the shooter fled. And our children, and all of you as you are making your way around that early Tuesday morning, were spared as we began to get the notice. The school is locked down. I'm so thankful for our Monticello Police Department that acted so quickly. I'm working with both school districts. I'm working with the community. Banks were locked down. And we're all wondering why. I hadn't thought about that before. And I didn't get permission to use the person's name, but I want to thank you for listening to the Lord to share that this morning with all of us. I thank you. As Teresa read those words from the prophet, you heard a God who's not happy 
You heard a God respond, I don't want your festivals. I don't want your offerings. Do you know the day is going to be dark? And we're living in those end times and days are dark. Evil is very prevalent in this world. We find ourselves this Sunday morning, and I know we found ourselves throughout Tuesday and spilling into Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday. Why, O oh Lord? Why? What has become of your creation and your people? That death is so prevalent in our world that not even living in Anamosa and Monticello can insulate us from the evil in this world. We are seeing sin at work in our world, and it terrifies us, and it should. It is in times like these that we need the assurance of a mother's nurturing love. More than this, a love that shelters us from life's storms that rage around us. To find this deep and comforting and abiding love, we turn to our Lord. That is God's word, which is love. And we'll hear this morning at the baptismal font for Ruby Deborah Porter that we have a God who loves us, who forgives us, and gives us the gift of eternity, eternal life. Today, today, will, this will be Ruby's promise. In the face of why we are currently, we're facing, we take a look at Paul's letter that Teresa read the Church of Thessalonica, which I believe speaks to us today, a pastoral letter that gives permission to grieve. We are to grieve as Christians. We should. And we do so privately, and we do together as a community, as we will later today as we gather at the youth center in a prayer and healing service. What Paul offers is while the world grieves with no hope, we grieve with the hope of the resurrection. Just this week, I had the opportunity to sit with a dear friend whose spouse died tragically years ago from a very abrupt accident. When it was evident that their life could continue no longer, the family felt as though their loved one had been ripped from them. Many of you too have experienced this and I've come alongside you. The tearing, leaving a deep scar and the unanswered question why. And no answers can be found yet there was hope, hope in the resurrection, life after death. This is the gospel that Paul shares with the church. Remember, sisters and brothers, since we together believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have died. So we will be with the Lord forever. I want to take us to the hill of Golgotha, just outside of Jerusalem, and Jesus is raised up on the cross and he has two criminals, one on his right and one on his left. There are two things I want to point out this morning that took place on that very day. The criminal asked Jesus, 
Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And remember Jesus' response? Today you will be with me in paradise. This came about through faith and through the death of Jesus. The second is this. Before Jesus gave up his spirit, his breath, his life, he cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? If you have ever wondered, did God in the flesh, Emmanuel, Jesus, die a human death? He did. And he felt the separation from God. And he went to the grave. And he was buried there for three days. And it was a borrowed tomb. Jesus died. He didn't pass. He didn't pass through. Nor do we. But I can tell you this. Good Friday and the grave could not hold him. For God's love was so great. Here is Paul's letter in the hope of the resurrection, the eschatological promise in his vision that he had in a scripture that I often like to share at times of funerals. John writes, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. And the sea was no more, and I saw a holy city, a new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals, and he will dwell with them, and he will be their God, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them. He'll wipe every tear from their eyes, and death will be no more. Mourning and crying will be no more. Pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. And then he said, who's seated on the throne, see, I'm making all things new. He also said, write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. And then he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water as a gift from the spring of the water of life. Those who conquer it will inherit these things and I will be their God. And they will be my children forever. Aaron has the resurrection promise. The eschatological promise, the end of the world, as he awoken that Tuesday along with the rest of us, not realizing that would be the last day that he would go to work. And we grieve. But we do not grieve without hope. We grieve knowing the gift of the resurrection is with us. The day will come and no one knows when Christ will come again. But with the sound of God's trumpet, Christ will descend from heaven and the dead in Christ will rise first and then we who are alive will be carried up to meet the Lord and live with the Lord forever and ever. The world as we know it will end. But the hope is found in the new heaven and new earth. Did you hear in Jesus' parable? Let us be ready. Let us have our lamps lit. Let us bring our flask of oil, our flask of oil. And what is that, Pastor? Exercise your faith. 
Read God's word. Pray. Don't worry about what to pray. The Lord, the Holy Spirit, will give you the words. To connect with God. And I know I'm talking to the choir. Because here you are, connecting and praising and worshiping God. Let us be about this. Let us keep our lights lit. As Cal brought in the light of Christ and light, lit the Christ candle and lit all of our candles this morning. And we'll take the light of Christ out. May we too be that light. As we hear Ruby, we will be lighting a special candle for her today. Let your light so shine before others so that they may see the good works of your Father in heaven. Not that we boast, but to see the good works of what God has already done for us. Keep awake, know the Lord, believe in him, for surely he comes. Yet we know neither the day nor the hour. Our resurrection hope. Amen. Let us sing our hymn of the day. Before the children leave, let us continue with the noisy coin offering. This uh, month is going to uh, sleep in heavenly peace. I invite the congregation to please rise as we bring our offering forward at this time. Let us pray. Blessed are you, O God, maker of all things. Through your goodness, you have blessed us with these gifts, ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Use us in what we have gathered in feeding the world with your love through the one who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, and who taught us to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks. Peace. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress. All rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734, all rights reserved.